Hello and welcome to this latest CN podcast. I'm Anthony Myers. In this episode, I chat with Megan Willis, Unilever's Head of Sustainable Sourcing and the owner of the Magnum Luxury Ice Cream brand. Megan updates us on the brand's female cocoa empowerment program with a commitment to socially and economically support 5,000 women in cocoa farming communities by 2025. Take a listen. Okay, so uh, welcome, Megan, um, to this uh, latest podcast. Um, you're head of Unilever's head, head of sustainable sourcing, um, and we're here to talk about Magnum, uh, Unilever own Magnum ice cream brand, the luxury ice cream brand. And we're here to talk today oh. about um, Magnum's female empowerment program. Um, so, again, just just go over um, a, a bit of the backstory. When was it launched, and give us an update on the on the latest situation there. Sure. So the program was originally launched, I believe it was about two years ago. I am relatively new to my role. So coming okay. into the story at a really exciting point, actually, um, there was a graduation ceremony, which I believe you covered um, in August. And what we're seeing now is really an upscaling of that program. So what happened in August, it was the completion of the first cohort. And now we've really had a chance to evaluate the program and see some early outcomes, get some feedback from those first 198 participants. And now we're really going to bring the benefits to more people. Um, I think we're estimating to, to add another 400 members to the program. So that'll bring us to 600 by the end of the year. And I can give some examples of that impact that we've already started to see. Uh, We're seeing that more children can attend school thanks to the financial security that the program offers. Uh, More of the program members or members of the program have on average 12 times more savings than the benchmark in Cote d'Ivoire. with the average total savings in the program being $486 compared to about 38 for the average in Cote d'Ivoire for VSLA members. We can talk about that in a little while. And almost three quarters of the people who received um, cash transfers under the program have expanded their income generating activities compared to before the program began, which ties into a larger theme of economic resilience, right? If you're too dependent on one type of income in your household, particularly if it's agriculture, um, that can that can really increase or threaten, increase your vulnerability, I would say, or threaten your your chance to earn a living income. Okay, good. I mean, I, I, I write a lot about cocoa sustainability and mm-hmm. one of the things is um, it's really the farm, farmer income is crucially important of course mm-hmm. you know, your your cocoa your chocolate is um supplied by you know other companies and they all have will have um, sustainability programs in place mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. And, and so this is what you what you're doing with with the magnum is providing an extra kind of layer specifically mm-hmm. aimed at females in the household yep. because because they are the ones sometimes that get neglected that get kind of mm-hmm. forgotten about um in this other ones that have to look after the children and the households. That's, that's a, a really kind of noble um, program that, that, that you have there. Um, and I just, one 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 aspect of this uh, launch that passed me by was the uh, the our, our uh, digital ambassador. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, yes. and an avatar as well. So that, that 
kind of passed me by. So tell me a little, tell us a little bit more about the um, the, uh, the the platform and the the use of an avatar to to create a digital ambassador. Sure, and you really said it perfectly your, yourself about how important women are in the sector. You know, I, th- I think I've I've read stats that can be anywhere from 50 to 75 percent of labor in agriculture is done by women. But you you hit on the point that they're they're often a little bit hidden, right? Um, they may not be the quote unquote registered farmer. They may not be the ones who own the land. And there really is a need to to level the playing field so that they can really achieve and receive the same benefits as the men in the sector. And so what's exciting about the avatar is that it is created from digital facial scanning technology of 128 women that are actually involved in the program. And she's an ambassador who represents the authentic voices of not just one woman and not just one woman's experience, but really the collective community of women that we're aiming to support. And we're using her to bring to life, you know, the digital representation of the impact work that we're having, as well as the fashion collection that's also part of the campaign. And as the program evolves and adapts over the years, you know, we'll we'll really have her as the perfect brand ambassador. Uh, And again, I I think I got my dates mixed up a little bit. Uh, World Cocoa and Chocolate Day was actually Mm -hmm. 1st of October. Uh, There were so many of these around. Uh, So you've, am I right in thinking that you've 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 updated um the program and the news to 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 coincide with that uh, that date that was a few days ago um am i right in thinking there was a fashion a fashion brand as well did that was that did that go online at that date or was that something that's been in been 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 available um you know for, for a few months now Yes, it did. It did go live this past week, um, and those products can be found in the in the online shop. Um, and those were designed by Ivorian fashion designer Rebecca Zorro. Um, and that's a really interesting tie-in about women's empowerment because it really does show a role model, right? Um, of somebody who took something, a sewing machine, you know, not all that many years ago. And has become this this global figure, and we're we're so proud to have her as as part of this campaign. As are the women involved in the program. You know, they did get to meet her in August at the graduation ceremony, which I understand was a, just a wonderful moment for everyone. And really, those women did inspire this collection. Okay, I a couple more questions, but I think leading on from that, I think mm-hmm. obviously Magnum is a luxury. Um, um, chocolate uh, ice cream brand um, it's it's known throughout throughout Europe it has uh, it's not gender specific is it there's, there's it, there are men women everybody loves your your ice cream for, for for what it is what would you say to consumers maybe particularly in in Europe now who are becoming more kind of conscious about what goes into a chocolate bar this in this case what you know what goes into the chocolate that covers uh, magnum ice cream um you know it's it's got to be defore got to be sustainable it's got to be um uh, deforestation free it's got to be child labor free um i, I know that's that those are issues for your suppliers but uh, what do you think the consumer uh, the consumer how can they get involved more with uh, 
with with this program, um, you know, maybe buying uh, some flash and maybe supporting the women and supporting Magnum's uh, program. What, what would you say to the consumers out there? Well, first, I would say that it's great to have this heightened consumer awareness, right? This is this is relatively new. And some of the topics that you just mentioned haven't always been at the forefront of consumer consciousness when they're buying their favorite, you know, ice cream bar. So so that's really exciting. And so how can they get involved? You know, they can they can follow the campaign, they can follow the work that we're doing ultimately be informed consumers um, and and really support the campaign via the fashion collection or via you know purchase of, of something that they're purchasing probably anyway and, and enjoying you know that really does directly support the impact programs that are happening on the ground we can also talk a bit about the NGOs who are involved in the in the programs um, and that's interesting to follow as well their work and to stay abreast and and donate where possible. I think uh, again, I think not not particularly a, um, a, an issue for, for for Magnum ice cream right now, but I think in general, and I think this may happen, the traceability uh, that's mm-hmm. going to be demanded by by the EU say. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's just will be such a great thing if you can have like a a barcode on on the on on a wrapper that will show the consumer exactly where the, the chocolate comes from, where the cocoa bean comes from, so they can you know, scan with their phone and, and, yeah. and see that. I know that's been talked about um, in the past, it, it generally for the, for the chocolate cocoa, cocoa sector. I think for, 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 for Magnum, it, for this, for this um, program, it would be fantastic to see where, you know, where the farms are, you know, some of the women involved, so consumers can see directly on their phone, um, you know, the, uh, the results of this uh, of, of the campaign because it's it's a very very worthwhile one. Um, what's how much, if you can divulge, what's the investment that uh, Unilever, as as the uh, parent company or Magnum, have put into this uh, program? Sure. So I think I can first answer to your other point about about traceability and, and transparency yeah. is that has historically been a, a big point of investment because really how can you begin to have impact on the ground? If you yourself, you know, aren't sure where where things are coming from, and it's it's a very very complex supply chain, as most supply chains are. So Magnum to date has invested 80 million in the transparency of the program, and that is what allows them to say, you know, that 100% of their supply comes from certified cooperatives, and these are certified under the Rainforest Alliance. So, so hit on. 80- Sorry, 80 million dollars? 80 million euros, excuse me, to to date. And then what we're doing with this impact program is an additional 25 million euros as well that really does focus on on having that social and economic impact with with the communities on the ground. Okay, thank you. And finally, so the timescale, it was set up two years ago. You, you recently come on, on, on board with this. Uh, the timescale is it's ongoing. Will there be more kind of updates uh, as you get more kind of cohorts from the graduation program? How, what, 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 do you, what are your hopes for this, for this program? So the timescale that we're looking at for the current set of goals is we are looking to reach 5,000 women by 2025. And once you have, as as you well know, once you have the foundation in place and you do have good results and you have a system and a methodology, you're really scaling from there 
is is just a matter of of doing more, right? And it, it can be quite quite easy, but none of this is easy, but it can be quite easy, relatively speaking, compared to the early days to scale. So, you know, my hope for this program is, is to really see it reach that achievement, 5,000 by 2025. It's doable. It's interesting. And once you you have that foundation and that community that you're working with, layering on more impact, additional topics, you know, additional just areas of impact becomes very possible. So I'm I'm super excited as well to see for what might come after 2025. Okay, Megan, thank you. We'll leave it there. Good luck with the program. We look forward to uh, future updates on, on this and, and please keep in touch in, in the future. Thank you. Great. Thanks so much for having me.